0: Video rolling, audio rolling, soba sleeping. Soba. Hmm.
1: soba doba, soba doba. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is hashtag behind relationship goals. Yeah, and uh, I think I wanted Bones to put a bit of an intro with us setting up and soba lying down and being chill. So um, that was just something new. But either way, we're going to get into the podcast. This episode is going to be more about current events. As much as we like talking about our relationship, our relationship isn't just all about lovey-dovey stuff Mm. and just our relationships. Because our relationship lives in this world that everybody else lives in.
0: And our relationship is in somewhat is in some way affected by current events that happen to us.
1: Not some way. It is completely affected. Yeah. In as much as current events and news are affected, affects you guys, it also affects us. So I felt it's something... um, This is a good platform for us to voice our opinions, concerns, any violent reactions that we may have uh, to anything that's happening around us in this world and in our country.
0: And, you know, Mikael and I really like talking before going to bed. I think that's something that we've discovered about one another and our relationship is that before we go to sleep, we talk about different things.
1: It is a gift and a curse. <laughs> the thing is, over time, we've, uh, we've been together for 10 years. And there are times that we're talking in bed and it lasts till what, 4 a.m.? Yeah, and then we
0: realize, okay, let's just go out for a midnight snack or something because we end up talking the whole night about things that have been happening around us.
1: Yeah, I would say if I were to put it into percentages, it's 25% stupid crazy stuff and funny stuff and things we see on social media, 25% wrestling Twenty-five percent. No, because we're, we're we're jumping around in bed. <laughs> <Makulit> si
0: <Mikael. laughs> siya.
1: Magigil. Uh-oh. Magigil. Do you agree?
0: You like tickling a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. And then twenty-five percent serious conversation, yeah. reflections on life, and also putting
0: putting ourselves in other people's shoes. Yeah. And we like then doing that a lot.
1: Another twenty-five percent cheesemis, maybe. Would you agree with that?
0: Okay. Just to clear things up, just to clear things up, this chismis faction that Mikael is talking about, galing lahat ng chismis sa kanya. Ako wala akong alam na chismis. Are you
1: serious? Yes, Fofo? Wait, okay. Before this episode starts, I would like to let everyone know that one of Megan's favorite pastimes, okay, yung gaming, ngayon lang yan eh, 2019 lang yan nagsimula. Before gaming, before going to bed, Megan would spend a lot of time in fashionpolice.com.
0: Yes, because I don't know any chismis. And I try to figure out who these people are on his website. But I don't know who they are.
1: So, who's the chismosa? You or ako.
0: You. Because you know all of the chismis.
1: I know all of them. But I don't know.
0: Well, I'm just curious.
1: Si Megan, because she's the chismosa.
0: Because I used to like reading those magazines like oh. at the airport. like Talking about your favorite celebrity. I so, go
1: back to my question. Who's the chismosa for us? No, because people just tell me they I talk to people. I tell yeah. them stories. Yeah. They tell me stories. <laughs> and I tell you those stories.
0: Of course, because you have this way of getting information from people without even realizing it because of your charm.
1: Okay, wait. So I will uh, clarify how I get my stories. That I tell Megan when uh, we talk at night. So Megan gets her stories in Fashion Police. Okay, c'est <laughs> magagawa. Okay, fine. <laughs> Me, uh, over the course of my day, when I'm not with her, I'm at work. I see my different friends, my uh, different people, different workmates, and I'm a very conversational person. Yes. Uh, yes. I talk to them, and I'm a, I'm an open book, and I will be the first one to initiate the conversation. I don't mm. mind doing that. I tell my stories. I say how I am, but at the same time, I also, I'm also curious. I ask how they are. Uh, how are they doing? And uh, these are stories that I also share to Megan because I like telling Megan about my day. And it just so happens that part of my day was listening to stories from different people. It's With just th- that Megan thinks it's me being just <laughs> Eh, hindi naman.
0: <laughs> Pero totoo yan, mga lalaki mas chismoso kaysa sa mga babae. Agree. Okay,
1: But anyway, anyway, that was a nice little sharing moment. <laughs> I think they got to know us a little bit better. <laughs> but we're going to get into the meat of this episode. And it starts with a rather, it's a pretty serious issue, isn't it?
0: It's a very serious issue, I think. So
1: the issue that we're talking about is what happened to Kim Chu recently. Yeah. So you might have heard in the news or social media that a couple of days ago, in the morning, I think.
0: While she was on the way to work, her car was ambushed.
1: Yes, uh, from what I remember, there were bullets fired at her at her van, van. and it wasn't just one bullet; it, it was, was several bullets. Several. I think from the picture that I saw, nabasa ng windshield niya.
0: May pumasok na isang bullet.
1: And uh, um, credit to Kim Chu's professionalism, she actually still went to taping. Yeah. So. But
0: let's talk about. This first, the incident. So imagine going to work, like you're just doing your daily routine, and all of a su- sudden, something life threatening happens to you.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. Hindi
0: ko alam nagawa ni kim. Like you said, hats off to her for being so professional before letting everything sink in. She did her job, and then she let herself reflect on what happened but that, that's such a scary moment
1: it is it really it's such is. a
0: scary moment just thinking about it gives me the shivers
1: because it's not something that you would think I mean we all wake up in the morning thinking we're gonna go through our day sometimes we feel good about waking up sometimes we feel mm-hmm. tired sometimes we don't feel like going to work and then something like this happens and you read about it and you're reminded about you know, how fleeting life can be Yeah. and that's always scary because we'd always love to be able to wake up in the morning and say, oh my God, I appreciate life. But that's just not the case. Yeah. But at the same time, reality is you never know what's going to happen the next day. Do you have tomorrow or not? And the reason why we wanted to bring up this issue is because I think it's something that all of us concern ourselves with is how do we stay protected in this world?
0: In this day and age.
1: Okay. Do you agree that this day and age is more harmful or violent? Is it?
0: I would. I mean, it's always been a violent world, Fofo. You've had wars from way back when. You'd have people fighting with other people, whether verbal or vi- or like physical. So I'd say it's always been a pretty violent world. It's just that are you caught up in that violence? Is more of the. More of the thing that you need to think of,
1: and in relation to Kim Chu's situation, I don't personally know her. I I think I've only met her like in passing once. You've yeah, you've I've met, met her. her. You know, you've I've gotten to hang, hang out. with her. You've interacted with her, and uh, I'm just curious. Do you think that her being an a public figure played a role into whatever happened? And how do you stay protected? Is it easier to make a public figure a target, do you think?
0: I think, if, you're, if the question is, is it easier to make a public figure a target? Um, in some ways, yes. Because, because, okay, let me put it this way. Nowadays, so much information is online, whether you're a celebrity or not. You have things like Instagram, Facebook, youtube that alone gives you like facebook gives your contact number if you don't put it on private your birth date date, which can lead up to people opening stuff that you don't want opened
1: and at the same time i just remembered uh, i just realized that we take photos of our cars of our outside our our cars um maybe in our village near our houses so it's so it's somewhat easy if you really wanted to try yeah it's a lot easier to kind of pinpoint where people live or basically just private details of a person. More so if they're a public figure who uses Instagram for work and they post uh, more often than than the regular person. So this day and age definitely allows us to interact with one another on a higher level, but it also exposes our own private details. But I think people are aware of this.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you even have ban- like bank statements, your addresses, wherever you apply somewhere. They're all online. And sometimes they even get sold to people. Right? Like your information gets sold by some people.
1: That's true. Uh, well, they're being sold by probably Facebook or something like that. I don't know. But that's a whole <laughs> different topic. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think our private information can be accessed easily if you really try to look for it.
1: Yeah, and I guess connecting that to the issue with Kim is that, how would I put this? How do you protect yourself? That's, the qu- that, that's what yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, that's the
0: main question. How do you protect yourself? I mean, with the type of the job that we have, it's h- it's hard in a way, but you know that you have control over certain things. So it's, it's actually an awareness thing for people that are public figures of how open, I guess, you should be with private things in your life. Maybe like the place that you live, hindi mo labas. You won't give people an idea of you know the times that you go in and out. Just real time kailangan you yung real time na postings.
1: Yeah, you know what? Okay. I I um I have an idea that's forming in my head. Um I think that whether you're a uh, a public figure or not, I think in this day and age of social media, you have to be more vigilant with what you want to be able to share. Yeah. Because we're given such great power. So the Spider-Man, the cliche Spider-Man quote comes into play. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And everyone is given great power through social media to connect and to communicate and to share and express. But at the same time, The responsibility part has to come in where if you're going to share a certain part of yourself, you need to know what it is you're exposing yourself to. Yeah. So if you're going to share, like, your house, you're going to share your phone number, you're going to share, let's say, your bank details, I don't know. Yeah. You need to know what that means and what power you're giving everyone else who's going to see that information. Yeah. And it's just
0: being responsible with your information,
1: basically. Yeah. We're so lucky to be able to have social media. And see what our loved ones are doing, see what people who Id- we idolize are doing, mm. being able to imitate or admire them. But we need to keep ourselves in check. I yeah. think.
0: Um, I have this one friend and I would reply to her stories, oh like, oh, you're here also at this place? Uh sang ka? Puntahan Kita. And she was like, Oh, I was there two days ago. I always post late because she had an incident. Nah she posted real time where she was and she, like, I guess she had a stalker or something. Oh. Tapos, pinuntahan siya. Tapos, after that incident happened, she has been posting late posts. Late posts siya lagi mag-post. Pag-stories, pag-postings. So, it was, she was very aware of what was happening. And she still wanted to share her activities. But she decided, sige, late ako para walang mangyaring ganito.
1: Yeah. It was a s- I, I guess it, it was definitely an adjustment, maybe not just a minor adjustment. It was I guess a big adjustment for her. Mm-mm. But she did it because that was what she felt was the responsible thing to do. He or she, I don't know who yeah. your friend is. Um but that also reminds me. Um for us, mm-hmm. we we come out on TV or on YouTube, we share a lot of things. Yeah. On social media. So how do we feel about this? Like how do you feel about it? Because for me, I don't think I've ever had a stalker or I don't think I've had an experience, a bad experience due to what I've posted Mm-mm. on social media.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think I've ever had the same experience. I've never had somebody harass me in public or anything like that. So, I guess in that sense, we're very lucky that that hasn't happened to us and hopefully it doesn't happen in the future.
1: And to help everyone else understand, the thing is, when it comes to fan bases, viewers, there are actually very different kinds. Yeah. And there. And yeah. I think this is a nice topic to kind of get into because it opens the conversation up to what we experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being in TV. Yeah. So, why don't we have... Let's take... Exhibit A, for example, you have a love team and they have an amazing fan base.
0: Yeah, super big fan base, Okay,
1: this could be any love team. Usually, any love team in the Philippines, super popular. Yeah,
0: yeah, Okay. And
1: these kinds of fan bases. They really drive the exposure of these love teams. Yeah. So wherever event they are, they'll fill it up. If yes. there are tickets that needed to be bought for an event super or for supportive. a concert, they'll be super supportive. Social media, if they need to trend, they'll trend. Yeah. And what that means and what that that translates into is more work for the love team mm-hmm. and for the individuals mm-hmm. who are part of it. So it's a two-way thing. The fans love it when they see more of their idols and the artists. Get more work for it. Yeah. So it's a nice cycle that's happening. Yes. But at the same time, there's a sense of responsibility that's created because the fans say, "Hey, we're here supporting you, so give us more of your time." And then, of course, as an artist, you want to be able to make your fans happy. Yes. So you do give more of your time to because the point. Yeah. Where because
0: the reason why we want to give back is because they support us so much so it's like a given it's a give and take kind of cycle i would say
1: so is there a limit to that like you could keep on going if it's a cycle it just keeps on going back and forth back and forth but everyone nobody has unlimited amount of time
0: okay so can i give an example now? okay go so i don't know much about this fan group uh, about this um pop group but i hear a lot about them on social media they're always trending when i click what's trending so this is the K-pop group BTS
1: okay I see them on the trending page so
0: I hear a lot about them a lot of my friends follow them but one thing that I really admire about their fan base and that I've noticed from reading the comments is that one they're very protective of the BTS group and two they really uphold a standard of their fan base meaning if they see a fan being out of place, or I mean, sorry, about crossing the line, na parang they're they they really, call them out. They call them out. They're like, "Hey, um, BTS wouldn't want us to um, invade their privacy. They wouldn't want us to go, uh, ab- like cross the line of, you know, of letting them live their lives." And it's great because I think. The guys of BTS also set that standard. They're like, "Hey, we love you guys, and we also have a personal life. We hope you can respect that." And it's great, like the the give and take relationship that they have with their fan groups is amazing. And that's something that I've noticed just by reading Twitter and seeing Instagram posts of the fan base.
1: Cool, that's nice. Oh, well, yeah. it sounds like the artist was a le- became a leader.
0: Yeah, yeah, in a way. Like,
1: in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a cycle like that, I guess it's important, based on your example, I guess it's important that someone has to become a leader to kind of, like, set the ground rules. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is amazing what's happening here. We're feeding off one another and building something amazing for one another. Yeah. But someone has to eventually stand up and set the ground rules.
0: Yeah, it's basically like a teamwork kind of thing, I would say. So it's not just the artist or it's not just the fans. It's both of them coming together together to really build something really big and really great.
1: Okay, so moving aside from BTS, you've been in Showbiz for 10 years? Since years? I was 14. 16 years.
0: Since I was 14.
1: 16 years. Yeah. I've been in showbiz for almost 10 years. So, we've come across uh viewers of our shows, viewers of your stream, the vlog. Mm-hmm. So, how would you describe them?
0: Um, well, I've never experienced having a fan group like the love teams do because yeah, I've the never super had super lo- active ones. I've never had a love team the pinaka active that I've experienced was the people that supported me during Miss World we all had a facebook group we could communicate with each other people were making graphics for my campaign and it was great pero syempre after the competition and after my reign champay nag died down and they went to support other girls in the philippines that went through pageantry and i can say during the time that super active yung supporters for me it was amazing because the way that they were was that they gave me my own space and they helped me in deciding some things in terms of pageants. They gave would give tips. But nobody ever crossed the line, I would say.
1: For me, um, my experience would be... The, the closest one would be during my love team days with Andrea Torres.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah, so we did like three or four teleseries together. And there was a pretty loyal group that developed... And that would support us on Twitter. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but after after our love team ended, meaning we started getting paired up with different uh, girls and her with different guys, it just slowly settled down. Yeah. But I still see these familiar faces. I say hi to them if they're in a mall show. I say hi to them if, they're, if I see them in the mall or on the streets or yeah. in a public place. So now, I guess... Those who view our vlogs and every and watch our shows, it's very relaxed.
0: Yeah. Now. Oh, can I just say one? I had a I had a really tight group of team Bata. Do you remember? I do. Also, parang it was like your Mick and group, and it was team Bata, and we were all in our early twenties, or we were the, some teenagers, and we would all celebrate the small wins that I would get in my career, and then eventually we all grew up and moved on with our lives. Oh, yeah. But what's cool is because we were such a tight knit group, we all became friends, I would say. And I became good friends with some of them. I still talk to a lot of them. And we we've, we've been able to build a really great connection. Yeah. Because of that. And even yung iba sa Mikael group mo nag merge pa nga yung eba and I gotten to know them also.
1: Yeah and we when we see them out, we just say hi. I mean, they're acquaintances and friends. But here's one thing. One thing that some of my siblings, uh, just another note on this topic, that my siblings would say, since they don't know much about where I work and how I go about my life in my work, sometimes they think that that we come out on TV because when we go to public places, they have this notion that we're always...
0: Being watched.
1: Yeah, being watched or being disturbed or we can't seem to go about our normal days. So what's your reaction to that?
0: With me, since I kind of grew up with it, I've already found my way of adjusting. So before, like when it came to pictures, when I was much younger, I, I have to admit, I did not like getting taken pictures of when I was out in public because I was very stubborn and my way of thinking was like, I'm out of work, you know, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. And may a Diva Bratinella talaga ako noon. Like when I was in my teenage years, iba iba talaga <laughs> And then as I got older, I realized na and Mika also made me realize na hey, these are people are just happy. And they want to say hi, so why don't you say hi back? That's common courtesy. So I've learned how my common courtesy should extend to that. Like when I see people outside, I'll extend. But the only I guess boundary that I really put my foot down on is if I'm eating and having a conversation with family, then I kindly decline. But I have to explain it. You can't just leave someone out in the cold, you know, because they took the effort to come and say hi to you. So the least you could do is engage in conversation. And the second one is, if I'm in a meeting, I don't to listen So that's the only time I will have to kindly decline.
1: Yeah, you, Megan usually just says, sorry, i um, we can take a photo after we eat or I'm in a meeting right now. Like yeah. it's that simple. Like literally yeah. you're just talking to a normal person and saying you're doing something.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't want people to think nah just because we're celebrities, we're like we're not really <laughs> up there like you don't need to.
1: We're not different kinds of people. We're know, still the same person.
0: We just have a different job, which is on TV, I guess.
1: Um, on, in my case in my case so I said that some of my siblings would ask me that you have to go out and then Mm-mm. there are people annoying you that's the term that they would use yeah but for me to be honest with you I never had a problem with it yeah because in my head when I was getting into GMA I was going into it uh, in a very work mode mm. uh, state of mind so I would do the work go on TV and what drives revenues in TV? Viewers, yeah. fans, people who so like you, you cater, and watch
0: you. you cater to the people that watch so, your yeah. shows.
1: For me, when I'm out and someone says hi or someone asks for a photo, I just see it as an acquaintance saying hi to me. It's yeah. yeah. like, hey, what's up? How are you? Yeah. So I treat it very normally. So if you look, go up to me and say hi and I have no idea who you are, I'm just going to say, oh, hey, what's up? what's up?
0: Yeah, I have a lot of people, like when I'm in the mall or something, they'll go, hi, Megan. I'll be like... Hi. But sometimes if I'm in my earphones and I don't reply, that's because I have earphones.
1: Right. Because I think we've been given uh, a lot of... Once again, it comes back to the power analogy. We've we've been given a lot of power and uh, blessings. Mm. And I think it's my way of somewhat giving back by being friendly and giving your time. Sharing a bit of your time.
0: Yeah. Although I have to say, since we're on the topic also of privacy... Um, one thing, like, I read a comment the other day on my Instagram, I think. And some lady said that I was masungit because hindi ko daw pinagbigyan yung friend niya na kakondo daw natin. So, my, my, from my perspective, um, I, I decline photos in the condo because it's our way of being private and keeping our privacy. Yeah. And even, like, when we're in the gym… Sometimes it depends on what's happening, like if there's an event or something. But if I'm having my private time at home, which I consider the whole condo complex my home, then I decline because I think that's my way of staying private.
1: Yeah, you just keep to your rules really. And it doesn't matter what, whatever else you hear. Yeah, because that's my
0: principle. And I want to stick to my principles.
1: For me, you have your ground rules. So if you say hi to me, I treat you like a normal person who says hi. I say hi back. Yeah. That's just me. And if there's good, uh, good feedback or negative feedback, it doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the interaction happening in front of me. Yeah. So I think that's how we keep ourselves sane and happy even though we work in TV.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because we're on the topic of work, I might as well segue. So from our privacy conversation, I would like to segue into my current area.
0: Because we're talking about current news. So your area is current news. It is
1: current news and it is work-related. Uh, my current teleserie is Love of My Life. I'm working with uh, Rian Ramos, Carla Abeliana, Tom Rodriguez, Tita Connie Reyes, and many, many other amazing people. Um, we're on our fifth week of airing at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. I've had an absolutely amazing time working with the people there. Yeah. And I just wanted to update everyone and hopefully you guys are watching it. Can, I, can
0: I ask you uh, no, a press con question? Oh yeah,
1: go, go, go. I like this. So, Mikael. I have a press con in my condo.
0: <laughs> so, Mikael, who is on love of your life? I guess <laughs> 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 that's a title they always the, to the title. always the love of my
1: life? Hmm. I'm really going to give this thought. I'm really going to think about this. Okay,
0: answer like you would in a press con.
1: Oh, like I would in a press con? Would you?
0: Oh no, you answer normally anyway. Yeah,
1: I answer normally. Yeah, you don't. I, I, you don't. I, don't add. I, there's the, I have no mode.
0: Yeah, some people do. <laughs> some people <Love> be like, "Love <laughs> of my life." Oh, this is
1: easy. Okay, so I thought about it. I really gave it thought. pa ko. Pero hindi. So you're the love of my life,
0: ponies. Ay, mo si
1: Hindi pa. Hindi pa.
0: So bakit? Why? gusto not
1: Oh, this is easy. This is very, very easy. The reason why Bonizi is the love of my life is all the podcast episodes before this one. Oh my God. So you just watch all of that. Amazing promo. See? Because it's What's Prescon? the point of a Prescon? Promoting. You have to be able to promote. What's the hashtag? So, Behind Relationship Goals. Okay, perfect. See? Perfect. Mo Okay, moving on. Let's talk about <laughs> your teleserie and how. So, uh, the teleserie has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would say that one of the assets of the teleserie is the chemistry. And people would say chemistry on screen and everything, but no. It's the chemistry off screen that's so important. And the, I think the teleserie is doing well. I think it's mm-hmm. rating very well. Mm-hmm. It's been great, having great feedback. Our director and producer has been. Over the moon with uh, how things they have see been the going. Yeah. They're just happy with the material.
0: That's good. That's good.
1: And all of our performances, they're very happy with. So that makes us very happy as well. But I think the secret sauce into everything is really just the off screen chemistry.
0: Secret sauce. So wait, matanong kata press kon ulit. Kawas chemistry mo sa dalawang
1: leading ladies mo Mikael. Oh, not just the two leading ladies. Tita Connie?
0: Oh, yeah. Your mom in the Tom Talisherin? Rodriguez?
1: The two kids, it's amazing. Um, I think, well, at least for me, they could feel differently. But for me, I enjoy being with them. Okay. And I I enjoy acting with them. So acting is not just when the camera is rolling. It's when you're rehearsing. It's when you're having lunch and you're having dinner and you're talking about the character. You're talking about the script that just got in. Mm -hmm. uh, You're talking about the possibilities and the goofy moments. Yeah. So it's how well you relate. And then if you're relating so well and good vibes ka on the set before lunch, the next scene that you do, that's all bring good vibes, you're so open to one another. Yeah. And B, that openness makes it easier to, to work. interact Yes. and eventually act yes. with the person. At least that's how I feel. That's why even though um, hours are long, it's physically draining, taping, um, it's okay with me. I'm happy. I'm happy on set. And I, li- I think P- I, I've told people that. I think I've told Rian that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've told Carl and Tita Connie as well. So it, it, it's a very nice time. But given that, I would like to give you an update because you will be taping soon as well. I
0: know. I'm going to start a new show pretty soon.
1: But there was a new law that was passed. I actually don't know if it's a law because it came from Dole. So they don't pass laws. They pa- pass like maybe a bill. We should double check. Full so full. we'll double check. So something, something was passed and it stated a 16-hour working day for, for productions. for no, production. For productions. Yeah,
0: for du- production in general.
1: And this is very new because Bones, would you like to explain what our working hours are like?
0: The working hours can go from, I would say, 20 to 30. Describe a day. Describe Describe a a day. How would a day be? A full day. We start taping, usually 6 a.m. is our call time. So that means you
1: wake up at around 4 a.m. to be in location, which is an hour away.
0: Yeah. So you'll have leeway time of an hour to travel. But basically, 6 a.m. you have to be on the set. And... What is required of us for a taping day is usually, I would say, 40 to 50 sequences.
1: Depending. 30 30 to 50. 30 to 50. That's a better range. That's
0: a better range. 30 to 50 sequences in a day. One sequence will probably take you
1: 30 minutes. 30
0: minutes to an hour, depending on how heavy the scene is, depending on the setup, and depending on how many locations you have. Cut two.
1: So, for 50 sequences, without any breaks, that would take at least 25 hours. Yes. Yeah.
0: It would take that long.
1: So, anyway, to shortcut what Bone Easy is about to say, um, 6 a.m. is when you need to be on set. You get packed up, which is the time that you can leave the set at around what time on average? Mm. 4 a.m.?
0: 4 a.m. would be a pretty good time, but 2 a.m. would be amazing
1: (laughs) no average on average Average, you get packed up at 4 a.m 4 a.m yeah and uh, when things don't go according to plan i mean there's so many things that could happen a camera breaking down electricity going off locations being difficult to access traffic rain all these external forces which we do not control um it could easily extend so i think the worst day that we've had was well over 24 hours
0: yeah, and even for t- uh, television commercials, like they take a long time also because yeah. of the setups that you have to do, how many takes you need per scene, and it get it's grueling. It's a grueling number of hours. So I'm and happy that this is happening.
1: And to think that we already have it kind of lucky because you know we we get to bring our own car. Yeah, and. Uh, to be honest with you, the production, they they, ha- they take care of us very well because they want us to be fresh for our scenes and they want us to be able to perform. Yeah. But everybody else who is there to make the production happen, lights, utility, crew, um, service, medics, everyone there, they still have to work. Yeah. And they have to work the same number of hours. So this bill was... Quite the milestone when I saw it. Yeah. And it was a topic of conversation on set, among artists, among our friends and colleagues. 16 hours, including lunch, breakfast, and dinner. That is that is amazing. It's, it, it's basically like saying you have a 9 to 5 job. Yes. This is how I feel about it, mm-hmm. okay? It's like saying you have a 9 to 5 job and then a bill is passed saying, oh, you know what? You can go to work at 9 and go home at 1 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's how, it, how feels. it feels.
0: That's how it feels, and I feel so good because at least mas mabibigyan ng pansin yung mga iba pang tao sa set. Hindi lang ito para sa mga artists, but it also goes for the other people and other jobs that Michael mentioned
1: earlier. Okay, but here are the pitfalls because there are pitfalls
0: that people may not realize.
1: Yeah, so sixteen hours. This also means that it's impossible for us to take the same amount of scenes. In a day. Yeah. So if we're taking 24 hours to take 50 scenes, 16 hours means we can't take 50 scenes. And that
0: means that we might not meet the quota that we have to complete a week's worth of airing.
1: So that means that there might be an adjustment in runtime. Yeah. There might be an adjustment in budget. In system also. In system. Basically, the point is someone is going to have to adjust and it's going to involve money. Yes. Yes. So, what's the network going to do? If they need to give us more taping days, then they need to make more money. Are they going to charge the advertisers more money or are they going to give us less money? Or for us, uh, how do we compensate for it, right? So, someone's going to have to compensate for it.
0: I think it's a big adjustment for everyone around us. Like Whether it's the actors, the people working on the set, the people behind the scenes, finance-wise… Everything will Yeah, so.
1: but I'm curious who's actually going to catch it. So you have so many different entities along the food chain. You have the production people. We're part of that. Mm-hmm. You have the network. And you have the ad agencies and the brands. So they're part of the collection and the ecosystem that brings money around the entertainment yeah. industry. So I'm curious to see what changes are going to happen with how these things are produced, mm-hmm. with how these teleseries are produced, and how they're aired and how they're marketed? Because an adjustment will definitely made be made, but only time will tell.
0: But like I said, not sa TV networks; it also goes for the television commercials and also for yeah. the movie outlets, in Yeah. So
1: basically, yeah, basically the entertainment industry will be affected. Mm-hmm. But I hope that this can affect change in a positive way. Obviously, we're thinking, Ay, sino yung sasalo? Sino who's gonna take a pay cut? But I think there are other ways of solving the problem. And I'm looking forward to seeing how we're going to be able to do it.
0: i oh, then excited. Because something new might mean change. And change is always very hard. But malimo, something very positive will come out of
1: this. Oh, I have a nice analogy okay. for this one. I think a good, thing, a good analogy for this is taking two steps backward. But taking like a, a million th- steps forward. Yeah. So shame, but it's a couple of steps backward because it hurts the pockets of... The network, it could possibly affect the, the pockets of everyone concerned. But in the long run, we'll all come out happier,
0: mm-hmm. healthier, healthier
1: um, more fulfilled. More fulfilled. So that's important. The long run I think is important to keep in mind.
0: Malimo, because of this, will be able to push the borders and push beyond what we thought we could achieve in terms of TV and film, yeah.
1: So with that, um, I'd also just like to note that Boniisi has work coming up. So you want to say that?
0: Yes. Yeah, so I'm working on a new teleserie very, very, very soon. But I'm excited.
1: Have they posted about it?
0: We had a story con. Did they th- post about that it? That they posted about. So who are you with? Uh, I'm working with Dennis Trillo, Bianco Umali, Alice Dixon, and Sherry Hill, and it's very, very big cast. But On my side, I'm excited and, ooh, how do I get out of this bum, not bum funk, but just like relaxing funk. Because I feel like I'm very relaxed. It's not a funk.
1: It's like a relaxed mode.
0: Yeah. relaxed state. I'm in a relaxed state because what I do now is I wake up, I stream, or I gym, and I stay at home and play with Saba and Salem. That's it. So I'm not completely in work mode yet. So I'm excited to get there. I just have to figure out how to get there.
1: Okay, so you're a bum. I'm not a bum. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look at Saba. <laughs> okay. um, so there, that's the quick update on our work. Uh, the last topic that I'd like to discuss on this podcast is... Something a craze, current. A yeah. craze that's been going on. It's a TikTok craze.
0: Yeah, so TikTok, if you don't know what it is, it's an app, kind of like Instagram, where you can post videos about dancing or about your day, comedy. Basically, it's like Vine. That's what I think about
1: That's it. That's how you feel about it. That's how it. I
0: feel because it's, it's like a mix of Vine and Dub Smash.
1: Yeah, okay. Vine and Dub Smash. That actually sounds good. Yeah. That sounds very accurate. Uh, I actually knew about TikTok uh, a couple of years ago. Okay. Just because I always visit tech blogs and tech sites. Mm-hmm. So I knew about it. I had no idea it was going to get this big. Yeah. So I had no idea. It feels like TikTok is uh, coming from where Instagram was.
0: Yeah. So it came from a place where only a couple of people knew about it. Yeah. And then it just
1: bazoomed. And now it's just exploding. Um, my question, though, is how do you feel about it?
0: Well, I downloaded the app because I wanted to see what it was about.
1: Same. I did as well.
0: And I was like, okay, cool. Like dancing and like comedy and I'm like, oh, let's try to post something. So I posted like a dub smash-ish video, <laughs> and then I posted another one where I was making my coffee. But then I would continuously watch these videos, and what I saw was, pare pareparehona dance. Is that I don't know if that's a thing, but there were a lot of the same dances with the same music. I guess that's like a trend that people do. Yeah. And then there were a lot of cool ones. Like I was watching this guy, very Vine-ish style where he was cooking, but it was comedy-like.
1: Gotcha. And okay, so for me, what I've seen is exactly what you said. Uh, it's just the same dances and the same music with variations on who's doing it mm-hmm. and maybe a bit of variety on the effects used in the video. And that's it. So if you scroll down... And you see ten TikTok videos of the same dance steps and the same music. I'm kind of like, oh, what? Uh, what am I doing? Like, no, but what there's am I also kasi, uh,
0: uh, like they have hashtags, and in that hashtag, lahat ng gumaya dun sa video nandoon. nandoon. So that w- those will all be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
1: So uh, no, I was just saying like that was my first initial experience. Okay. Like what is happening here? Like it's before
0: like, you even knew like that what's a feature yeah so okay. what is
1: happening here <laughs> this is the same thing so but the thing is it is definitely booming and I'm curious about the business side of things oh that's yeah. usually what I think so how do people monetize this so I haven't looked who TikTok uh, who who owns TikTok mm-hmm. I don't think it's one of the big tech players at the moment you know, meaning Facebook or Google because yeah, 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 yeah. like Google owns YouTube okay uh, Facebook has Instagram So, I'm not sure if any of the big tech companies in the US own TikTok. It might be an Asian brand. So, I'm curious how they monetize it. I'm curious how they grow. Uh, Are they going to be like Vine? It's really just those kinds of videos.
0: Or are they going to grow into something bigger?
1: Right. So, right now, it's just a way to show gimmicky stuff, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so.
1: Gimmicky stuff like dances. If there's a meme, then you can… But where does it go from here? And I think that will decide if it is here to stay. Because Snapchat used to be huge. Yeah, and then. But I don't know. It, maybe I'm not up to date. But I don't think. I think Snapchat has kind of fallen off a cliff.
0: Because <laughs> there's IG Stories. Right. Yeah.
1: So that's where I'm curious. Where is TikTok going to go mm-hmm. and what is what are the big players going to do about it? Like, what is Instagram going to do? Are what they is gonna Facebook going to do about it? Are they going to come out with features similar to yeah. it? Yeah. Because Instagram came out with a similar Snapchat feature by Stories.
0: Yeah. So, kira nila, dahil dun.
1: Yeah. So, that makes me very curious. Uh, in the meantime, I'm just enjoying people making their TikToks and looking kind of funny
0: Mikael (laughs) was listening to one of the songs because he got it stuck in his head so he had to listen to different variations (laughs) of the song the other day
1: Yeah, all my LSS songs are from TikTok nowadays
0: I was like TikTok, he's like no I just have to listen to this song because it's stuck in my head yeah but there
1: so I think that ends our podcast is there anything else that you'd like to say?
0: I would like to say I'm kind of hungry right now and I want to eat that's current news (laughs)
1: Gotcha, gotcha (laughs) Um, But there, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast This episode is a bit different Yeah But it was a nice way to be able to share our opinion on things I
0: think we got to share our opinion Because this is how we are as a couple We like doing this It's like our nightcap
1: Yeah, so we just included you in our bedtime conversations Yeah, bedtime conversations Nightcap with Bones and Fofo That's cool, I like that We might use that as a hashtag or something (laughs) Nightcap but either way, thank you so much for watching and listening and or listening.
0: And and watching or listening.
1: Anyway, <laughs> see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.